Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. How is everyone on this wonderful, fantabulous morning? Your big brother said, everyone's, everyone's. <laughs> good morning, all of you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, I am excited. I have lots of good news to share. Abby, you're looking mighty fine. You, you, you're looking like you're joining people on your success team. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Yes, 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 yes. Good to see you, Abby. I am grateful. Grace, are we talking to Abby five times a day? Yes, we are. Yes, we Outstanding. are. Outstanding. You're calling me, telling me her updates. Good, good. All right. All we have to do is chip away at that tree, Abby. Nothing else. Just chip away. Nothing else. It will come. It will come. You can't stop a woman, period. I'm not sure if y'all know that. Women cannot be stopped. And if you can give birth to a daughter, you can talk to five people a day or whatever it is that your goal is. So just keep that up. The universe always, always blesses 
people who persist. All right, let me try that one more again. I found in my life, taking me to a Thursday call, I found in my life, Jerome, that should you desire to be successful, you simply have to keep moving forward. It's the only plan you need. It's it. Most, well, most of the success in my life has occurred after I was crushed by failure. Only after. And only when I was crushed so tough to where I mentally quit in my head. And then I start cussing myself out because I do that a lot. I'm not sure how y'all talk to yourselves, but that's how I talk to myself. And I say, get up. I, I say the same thing every single time. It, it, it comes in two different forms, Phil. I, I either say, you got out of a trash can, you can get out of this. Or I say you've been through worse before. It's, it's, it's the same thing though. I, I, I mean the same thing when I say it, right? I, yeah, I mean the same thing when I say it, but I always say that and I get my butt back up. Only, I'm telling you about 90% of what I have accomplished, 90% of what people compliment me on has come after crushing failure. I'm not even sure if that's in a book somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's in Think Grow Rich if it is. <laughs> it just feels like it is, okay? <laughs> it just feels like it should be in there. I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know, but I'm telling you that is the truth. I know that in my heart. I know that in my heart. That being said, I want to first honor you, Prophet Jerry. Jerry, I found out yesterday, an hour before the class, the leadership class, you had some difficulties and you were in the hospital. Well, actually, I didn't know you was in the hospital, but the message sounded like you was in the hospital. <laughs> well, I just assumed we would not see Jerry. Do you understand? Yes, still am. I'm still here. Okay. I assumed, Phil, it was all wrong. This is what happens when you assume, y'all. Okay. I assume, I did a little silent prayer in my head, and I assume Jerry will need some rest. Jerry, I ain't got time for that. And 60 minutes later, he was logging on to a call from a hospital bed. And I didn't notice it. I thought it was the same bed, Patricia. But I watched them whisper around the room because I was recording. And they said, look at Jerry, he here from the hospital. Jerry, I can't even muster up enough proper and pretty words to tell you how much of an inspiration that you are. You are not even seeking attention. How many of y'all can tell that? All right, not, you know. I you, can tell. Yeah, you know how you got some folk, they just want to show you what's wrong with them. In fact, it was great to see him. I saw his face as the first face when Grace called out my name. It was hmm. so refreshing to see him 
you know, connect from the hospital, from the bed. That's, that's, that's a very different level of commitment. Man. <laughs> it took someone from India to say what I couldn't put in words. <laughs> Do you understand? I mean, just, we, I mean what I'm fit to say, I can correct it myself because I shouldn't talk like this. I shouldn't talk like this. But I don't, I don't know another way to communicate it that is genuine to how I feel. On no possible way could I ever have imagined that I would deserve someone like you. I mean that. You know, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. I mean that. I mean, forget this whole meeting. I mean, that, that, that is godly commitment, Antonio. That is divine commitment. I mean, if I were, you know, this guy, Prophet, he is, if he were on my team, I would literally give my right arm. <laughs> yeah. I, I am fortunate that, you know, I am spending time with this, these kind of people on the, on the, on the call. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. So, Prophet, everybody has their gifts. Everybody has their gifts. Watch this here. Diana, what's your gift? Empathy and being a kid. Phil, what's your gift? Trying to turn out to be me. Oh, you, you muted yourself, Phil. So we hear it trying to turn off. There you go. Uh, let's see. Grace, what's your gift? Watch this here, Jerry. Yeah, uh, asking. <laughs> uh, not asking. Uh, just getting things done when you ask me to. Just responsibility. Action. Grace is a doer. That's her gift. Jerry, what's your gift? Jerry with a G, what's your gift? I think you already unmuted. Oh, your mic, your mic not connected. Mm -hmm. While they think about this, I have a gift, Prophet Jerry. I have a gift. And I use it all the time. I use my gift all the time. I got some other gifts, Patricia. But this one gift I use all the time. I actually have the gift of giving. See, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't recognize some kind of gifts, Patricia. You know, we want everybody seen in the church. You understand and preach and pray. But it's some, it's some members back there like me. That's telling you, know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out there, Patricia. How, what, what, what kind of check you need? Y'all missed it. It's some, it's some members sitting in your organization saying, "Listen, uh, I support what you're doing. What kind of check you need?" Okay, go ahead, Jerry, with a G. What's your gift? I like to think my gift is uh, inspiring others, inspiring action in others. Uh, that's that. That sounds like it makes sense to me. I mean, God wouldn't give you a ponytail if it wasn't. 
you understand. You, you know, you kind of need to be easy on the eyes to do that. <laughs> Just saying. It helps to be easy on the eyes to influence others. It really does. It really does. The reason I say that about the gifts, Prophet Jerry, is because right after this meeting, Christopher of Soul Productions shot a movie out that call that you had two days ago. He made it a whole movie. I ain't show nobody. But I just, right before this call, wrote down what I thought. There's something amazing. The movie is called You're Not Alone. There's something amazing about the group I get to spend time with every day. One of our greatest inspirations comes from the most unlikely of sources, but has become the most powerful source we have. Meet Jerry. He is a devout Christian down on his luck, but not down in his heart. He attends classes every day, despite his condition and leads us in ways we could never lead ourselves. Sometimes life will knock you off your feet, but if you're a Jerry, you simply work while laying down. Mm. Loved it, sir. Loved it. Uh, check out this ATS original short film shot by Soul Productions, our media team. If you're inspired anyway, please join Jerry here at this link. And Jerry, that is your Rakeza link. That's your referral code. And I am donating thousand dollars in ads on your referral code. I can't do what everybody else can do. It's God. That is God. That is God. But I know how to write checks. That I do. If you gonna sit up here and show up with the bravery you show up with every day, then I can at least tithe to the spirit of God that is in you. Amen. How about that? You understand? And I don't mean that in no religion. I mean that in what, in I, what I said. You understand? Good job. So that airs right after this call and be on YouTube as well. We get the notification and may Allah um, bring you all what is deserving and worthy of you and your sacrifice. Got me? Thank you so much for being here, man. Thank you so much. If you want to say something, you can. But Yes, sir. I don't want to say too much because I'll go into tears. Ah, get up. This morning is just, I woke up, was watching TV, and I said, I got to get in some of my classes. And the classes, make these classes, and then the business, and then the Thursday nights, you know, we got to do the Thursday nights on our on our classes too. 
but the Thursday nights here and the Monday nights and all these nights, when you get on, it changes your mindset. It don't change right away. It's not going to change your movement in your legs. And I could just walk up on this hospital. But like uh, Dr. Clark said something, she said that when we talk about we want to lose weight, we talk about all this, but we're talking it, but we're not doing nothing about it. So we got to be about it. I put a video out this morning. I don't know how to send it to you, but I put a video out this morning and it wasn't about nothing too big, but just to encourage people. And wow, this is just a blessing to be here to receive from Allah, receive from higher power. And that's what's in my, in my message on this morning. It wasn't just God, I was like higher power. Because so many times we got people that don't receive Jesus Christ. We, you know, they just have the higher power or they, you know, they gods and all this stuff. But I'm not, I'm not all into that. I'm into wanting to know the person for who they are. And we have to love each other. That's no right. matter what religion you in, no matter what higher God you serve, you still have to love each other. And that goes for family too. Long things happened 20, 30 years ago. Forget about it. Love them. If they're still alive, love them. If they're dead, forgive them. Move on. But this is just a blessing to get to a place that where church, church, will have your mindset that, oh, you can't associate with the Muslims. You can't associate with the Jews, you can't associate with the sinners, you can't do all this. Church will have your mind like that, but kingdom will have your mind saying that I can serve somebody and they're in Africa and I'm in the United States and I can give to them. If I can't give to them by money, I can give to them with my love. Mm -hmm. I can give to them, my, 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 my joy. Even though I'm in an, an affliction right now, I still could give them joy because they may be going through something worse. Their mother may be going through something worse than me. I don't come on here to have pity or want um, 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 nothing. I just want to learn that I can make myself better first, mm -hmm. then reach out to others and reach out to that crazy family of mine to let them know, look, you don't have to be in poverty because we, our ancestors were slaves and, you know, we never had nothing and all this. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm just happy this morning. No, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, let's have some fun, okay? How many of you well, on the call last night. <laughs> All right. If you were not, I don't even, let's see. Jerry, since we're in the Jerry's, let's go with, with a G this time. Can you tell us what happened in your experience? And then I'll say something after that. I wanted to come from somebody but me. 
what happened in my experience? Wow. You know, I like to think of myself as a pretty open-minded individual. And, uh, of course, coming together with this group has, has uh, changed what that means in my mind, even. If you missed last night's meeting, it, it would be impossible for me to relate to you what happened. But let me just say that I learned and experienced things that challenged um, some of my subconscious settings. Let's that. put it that way. Um, it it was a it was a meeting that brought me much closer to God. However, you want to describe Him, Allah. Um, I learned things in that meeting, and and I think someone said last night, um, you know, um, you've all been lied to. We've all been lied to, and it really confirmed within my understanding that we really are all one. And if you understand that, it gives you a total different view of what's going on in the world. And um, don't, don't let them pit us against each other. Don't let them do that. We don't have to let them do that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was very enlightening and it was very refreshing and it energized me. I mean, I had a hard time going to sleep last night just just after after that little discussion and uh if 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 you missed it you missed you missed out on something you really did i will definitely replay it today you guarantee it after jerry's movie that should be replayed before the 12 o'clock central standard time class that should be i would definitely play it today if you missing it, I'll tell you what happened. You know how I'm always talking about stuff and then y'all will bring up religion and I know what you're talking about. Well, yesterday, who was surprised to see how many, uh, uh, let's just call them scriptures, of the Quran that I knew? Was anybody shocked by that? If you, okay, so Grace said no. Why were you not shocked, Grace? Because I don't know what it is that you don't know. And you study everything and everybody. Well, that is my purpose yep. on planet Earth. <laughs> I wasn't surprised either. Yeah, that's my The call purpose. surprised me, but you knowing that didn't surprise me. Me and Dawood had a wonderful time. He, he brought up something and I knew right there, I never get to do it but if you if you missed it last night's call was a highlight of the beauty of the quran and some of you are going <gasps> but can someone not me who is of christianity okay explain to me what happened to you last night okay who 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 there among you Oh, Baptist me. All right, Grace. Now, hold on. Before we go, you've been Baptist your whole life. Whole life. And you've been taught 
that that Muslim is, that Muslim is not the way to go. If you if you Muslim, you don't know Jesus. Okay, can you give it to me the real way? If you Muslim, you don't know Jesus, you're going to hell. All right, then. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, everybody, hold your mule. Hold your mule. I know you got something to say. Hold your mule. Grace, go ahead. Confess. I need the whole full confession, Grace. Well, well what we learned last night is that Muslims love Jesus, if not more than Christians do. Mm. And they are, they are taught that in order to be you must love Jesus. It's like he the only way. <laughs> and it sounds mm. just like Christians. What, mm. I've, what, what I've been taught. Uh, the only difference is they're not taught that if, if you're not Muslim, you go to hell. Mm. They're not taught that. Yeah. It's only, mm -hmm. I say this with gentleness, but everybody on the call last night discover for themselves as I was just asking those questions that I already knew the answer to. Okay, that I already knew the answer to. They were shocked to even find out Jesus is in the Quran. Were even more so shocked to find out that there's an antichrist in the Quran. Even more so shocked off. Now this part is this part is spliced. This part is bifurcated. That Jesus went to the cross in the Quran, and then even more so shocked that Allah would not allow harm to come to Allah's prophet. And blah 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 blah. Plenty more. Plenty more. Plenty more. But what was impressing. Jerry, please let us know if there's anything we can do. Yes, please let us know, Jerry, if there's anything that we can do. What was even more, you, you'll watch it yourself. It was beautiful. It was, it's actually funny to me to see all y'all faces drop in, 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 in awe. <laughs> this is what I do. I love this stuff. One of my, I have, in my life, I have about three things outside of my children that I just cherish. One of them was getting my bachelor's degree. The masses was the masses was me being Antonio Smith. The bachelor's was I didn't go to school. Till I was twenty nine, and they told me what I couldn't do all my life, Kathy. So the bachelor's was personal. You understand? That's real personal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I got I went through two repossessions, and. I went through four cars just to get my bachelor's. Real talk. And I, did, I went through four cars in three years because I did my bachelor's in three years flat. And that's personal. That's it's like one of my crowning. In fact, when I die, y'all talk about my bachelor's degree. You understand? Y'all do that. That was personal. That was personal. Another one of my crowning achievements was, oddly enough, becoming a sergeant in the United States Army. As crazy as that sounds, it's a fact. <laughs> it just is. I don't know what to tell you, Jerome. It's a fact, man. It's a fact. I became a sergeant in the United States Army. And I did that in two years flat because you know I got I got lucky. 
due to combat. Combat will speed you up. Jerome knows that. You know, combat will speed you up. And two years flat, I went from E1 to E5, but, you know, combat will speed you up. You just have to be in the military to know. Carisha and Jerome and anybody else know if you're in combat, that speeds you up. That speeds you up. My third crown achievement was sitting in India for five hours talking about the Quran in Arabic, learning only in Arabic from a Muslim. It is probably the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life. Now, in fairness, I know a few languages, but it's almost a glow that happens around the room when you are taught more about the Quran in Arabic from someone who lives in Israel. It's like the best thing that I could think of that happened to me. It really is. It's gonna be hard to top that. So not only did I already know plenty of things because I've been studying the Quran since, I don't know, 2013 or something, okay? Not only did I know, what was even cooler is I didn't know half of the beauty of it too. It was in Arabic and it translated back for me. Beautiful. Go ahead, Susan. Yeah, it, you know, I've shared before about our daughter when she lived in Ghana. Uh, she actually lived right outside the doors of a mosque. And when we would talk on the phone, sometimes we could hardly hear each other because their services would be going on. But she felt so loved, so safe, and so protected by them. They would do anything for her. Um, and when she was so sick with uh, malaria, they were willing to carry her wherever she needed to go um, to get help. But what last night reminded me of, and I thought and thought of every single memory I could remember and treasured it even more, was before we had to rush down here to Florida to take care of my mom, our next door neighbors were a young Muslim couple, um, new to the United States, highly educated, and had very good positions and reasons for being in the US. They had three small children and they invited us over for each of us to celebrate our holiday traditions. They were so excited, the little children were so excited to have us there. And for two hours, they served us one thing after another, one like, it was tea, then coffee, and, and all these traditions. And then we took over Christmas cookies and little gifts for the children. And it was just a magical, magical evening. And I learned so much from them. 
of their just genuine care and love to us. And last night brought that up. I had, you know, kind of forgotten about it. So there's love everywhere. That's right. It's all about love. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. Islam means surrender. It does. About 95% of what you all believe is sitting right there in the Quran. Uh, it'll be a shock to you to know that Jesus is the Messiah in the Quran. Will save and rule over the world. It's just one of those things you just got to deal with. It just is. And I didn't have to say a word because I frequently, Jerome, have conversations with people outside of my beliefs. Well, actually, I'm so close to, <laughs> I'll be more closer to Daoud and Justin than I would be to the people I know around here. That's for sure. Go ahead, Jared. Yeah, I don't want to monopolize this conversation, mm -mm. but I just, mm -mm. you know, um, I recently watched a documentary on um, Yugoslavia and the wars that went on there a, a number of years ago. And, um, you know, what they, what, what this young lady discussed was how these people who wanted to, to overthrow the government who wanted to take control of this area came in and what they did to accomplish that. And the first step is to drive a wedge between the people who are there so that you can create chaos. Um, there they called this group called themselves a, a socialist uh, communist party or whatever. That was close to me because I had a dear friend who is not with us anymore. Uh, this was years and years ago, who in actually reminds me, he was kind of a white version of Antonio in a lot of ways. He spoke seven languages. He was one of the most intelligent people I've ever known in my life. And he used that knowledge and what he did to through a, through a Christian program to plant churches. And he went to Serbo-Croatia and created Christian churches there during the war. So I have some inside knowledge of all that as well from him that, uh, that just made that all very special. Um, and uh, I mean, he literally had to learn because there are, are subset languages there in Serbo-Croatia that are made up of, of other languages to get, come together because of the history of that area. So he had to learn new languages just to do what he did. Um, but they exactly go in. They, have to do. Yeah. And, and that, that, that's remarkable to me. That's just something that, but, uh, but what they do is they, they go in and they divide and they, they, they pitted the Christians against the Muslims on purpose, created civil war to make their attempt to take over. And, uh, all that's leading me to one thing. And there was, there was one sentence last night and it was actually pretty early in the conversation that really just kind of grabbed me by the throat. And that was when uh, Dawood said, you cannot be a Muslim. You cannot be in Islam 
if you don't love Christ. And I think for many people, I had never heard that said that way. And, and it was, he was very, it was very blunt. It was, it was very direct. It was, it was not, yeah, Christ is in the, is in the Quran. I knew that. But for him to say, you have to love Christ or you are not in Islam. And, and that one, that one sentence just, and, and I, I think I, I, I messaged Grace, the look on her face was just priceless. It was just priceless. Um, and I think we all, we all need to understand that we are all one and we can't let them do that to us. We just can't let, and they've done it all over this planet. They've used that type, and, and you know this with, with your background in the military. That's how that stuff works. Mm-hmm. They, they go in there and they just split groups of people apart. And the easiest way to do it is using what people have the most passion for, and that's religion. Yeah. And, and what was exposed more last night, and I just saw Michelle Black put in the chat, I, I see you, Sugar, was y'all never talk to Muslims. You're just going to have to face it. Right, you just you just gonna have to accept that one, you gotta accept that one because somebody told you not to. Be very careful with when a country um, takes over a religion. Be very careful because what I said last night, and I'll say it again, and and, and anyone who doesn't want to hear it, that has nothing to do with me. But American Christianity is quite different than what Christianity is. It's a whole different thing. It is not the same. You can find that out just by doing prison ministry. You ain't even got to like get out the country. Just go do prison ministry and watch how differently uh, your scriptures are needed because when you're in jail and you can die at any moment, that's a whole different kind of reading and eating sacred text. It's not the same thing. Okay, Lisa, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Now I have a reason why I'm doing all of this because I only got one point to bring up today, but it it has a strong point and I just need y'all to know that 95% of what y'all, of what, like y'all agree on 95% of stuff. And, and this is, this is what I said off camera. This is what I said off camera, off camera, as politely as possible. I said to Deanna and Tempest, the Muslim, was the most Christian person on the call last night. That's what I said off camera. Just watch it yourself. Just watch it yourself. That's what I said off camera. You understand? I'm just telling you what it is. <laughs> Monica said, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. I'm just telling you what it is. Y'all have to be in tune with what 
is truth, not the truth they told you because you can't make money that way. Come on, sugar, let, let, let me hear from us. I am muting your mic and then I'm going to tell you why I did this. I was just asking, what was the topic? What was it that got you into So we were in the ESO, well, not esoteric, we were talking about coded extraordinary mind. And we're talking about the culture sphere. And the culture sphere, you got to read the book, but in the culture sphere, it's basically all this stuff that y'all think is true is not. It's just not. It's just someone that has created a culture around you that you have accepted. And I had to break down what a culture sphere was. And while I was in the middle of doing that, Chris with his little questioning himself, you know, Mr. Inquisitive, go ask, well, what's the difference between right and wrong? Which led, yes, yes, which led us to something. And then Dawood talked, it was about 15, 20 minutes in, and I knew right then, I could play a game with y'all. I knew right there. I literally said that. I said, oh, no, I'm glad you talked because you let me play a game. And to show y'all the culture sphere and explaining it to you, I wanted to show you what you thought about the Quran and how inaccurate you were. And not because, not because you didn't know is because you chose not to know. This is one of the statements I said last night. Constantly, and I, I used America, uh, Steve, out of respect, I used America. Constantly, uh, Muslims sit back and listen to y'all talk about seminars and you bring up Jesus and, and God, and you say all your stuff. And y'all think y'all are professing your truth and they need to hear it. And the whole time Muslims are like, no, I, I agree. That's, that's, yes, <laughs> like, yes, you know, yes. Remember, there is a difference. There is a difference between what you know and what is actually real. The huge difference. But don't take my word. Just watch it. You'll see it. I'm going to replay the video and you go watch it at your time and your whole life will change because everybody on that call, and I didn't say a word, Patricia. I didn't make a single correction. I just kept asking questions. The mere fact that Jesus goes to the cross in the Quran, Jesus is the Messiah. If you didn't know any of those things and that Jesus rules over the world in the Quran, tells you, you should probably go watch that video. Understand? That ain't got nothing to do with me. Go ahead, Jerry, Prophet Jerry. Go ahead. That ain't got nothing to do with me. He was on. You know, this is, this was so awesome because um, listening to Daoud and refreshing back my memory of Malcolm X. First of all, Michael, Malcolm X um, of course, the movie of um, Denzel, yes, Denzel yeah. Washington was the Malcolm X. But when he went to jail, his mindset was, you know, Muslims is right. I'm a little paraphrasing here. Muslims was right, but 
you don't um the white man. It was basically talking about the white man a lot, talking about Muhammad. Didn't talk about Jesus that much. It was talking about Muhammad, talking about um what's the professor? What's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Um, the other guy. But as Michael Max goes to uh, Arabia and go to different places. He saw white people that were Muslims. So he was misled at first that all Muslims were just black. So that's how we get our minds so trembled with religion, Christian, Christianity. So we have to have an open mind that um, it's not just, I look at it like this. I'm, I'm gonna use a scripture for a minute in the New Testament. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. So if you find a Muslim that's holy, he gonna make it into heaven. When did Muslim not mean holy? <laughs> right? Wow. Wow. <laughs> that that would be my response to that. Like okay. Okay. <laughs> you feel me? Like okay. when did that? My friends. Y'all thank you, Prophet Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Patricia. I was just gonna say I I I concur with everything that you've said because uh my sister and her husband. Now, I don't know why they left, uh, why they left Islam, but Sunni Muslims, Muslims, and I lived with them for several years, you know, off and on, just going to visit them and everything that I've heard you say is everything that, that they were living in terms of, you know, their, um, their faith. And so I was a young girl you know, like maybe 12, 13 years old. Um, and everything that you've said is, I mean, I, it's, it's the same thing. I, ain't the one know, saying it's, it. it's, it's, it's no it's different. It's the truth. Yeah, it's just yeah, the it's, it's, it's the truth. And so a lot of things that people say, and, and Christianity is very different here because people are more into religion and they don't read for themselves and try to understand so that, they're more, I put it this way, people are more apt to just sit and listen to what someone tells them as opposed to finding out for themselves. And then that's how you, you know, that's how people are deceived. And with Prophet Jerry, I was gonna make that very same remark, man, when, when Malcolm X, when he went to Mecca, he found out that what he thought was what he was doing was something that was different and when he left, when he got out of the confines of the United States of America, and he began to see it more from a world perspective, then his perspective changed. When he could see that there was a, a blonde haired, blue eyed sister and brother that loved him, it didn't matter what his skin color was, they just loved him regardless. It totally broke down everything that he learned when he was here in America. 
And he was a very changed man when he came back from Mecca. And y'all need to do that same thing. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> do the same thing. You need, you need to do the same thing. Patricia, you could have said that no better than what you just said. It was, it was, uh, uh, your, your wisdom was astounding there. All of you, like, like, pay very, very, very close attention. You're brainwashed. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. It's an example I brought up. It's an example I brought up. I said, I was in the class before that, 58% of white men voted for Donald Trump. And if I was brainwashed, well then me, Steve, and Phil, and, and Jerry would have a problem. You just gotta receive that, right? You cannot claim, you know who claims to be open-minded all the time? Christians. You know who is not open-minded ever? Christians. Last night was a fantastic example of that. I even said it and most missed it. I said it last night. I said, I'm being very unfair to Dawood because I'm asking him to go all over the Quran. I know his Quran and in fairness, I've got training and degrees that help me out with this. He does not. So I literally took him into an unfair position and he masterfully handled it. But when I said, okay, what do you think over here? All the conversations that came back, Abby, had nothing to do with the Bible. Y'all were quoting Paradise Lost and all, all the other stuff. I just need you to get that. <laughs> like, I just need you to get that. Because over here, your religion has been weaponized. Don't get it twisted. If your food been weaponized, why do you think your banks and your stuff hasn't? Now, there's a strong point while I'm, because I'm getting ready to tell you that the same way y'all do that is the same way y'all have done another thing. And that's baby boomers. This is my transition. I brought all this up to only talk about, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. The same way that there is a division, because let's face it, you got more in common with Muslims than you do with Jews, 95%. You got the same ancestors. The Quran calls you brothers of the book. Jesus is the Messiah. And you got the audacity to look at a person and as soon as you find out they're Muslim, they're going to hell. That makes no sense whatsoever. Watch yourself, Reverend, with the audacity. Makes, makes no sense whatsoever. The, the, the hate you have to have for your God that you masquerade as devoutness to look a human in the eye and say, you need to die right now, uh, eternal death. That is hate masquerading as faithfulness. 
You can call it what you want to call it. But we're going to have to keep it real. And we're doing the same thing through generations. Hold on. Go ahead, Jerome. Go ahead. Wait till you watch that video. Watch. I hope <laughs> all y'all convicted. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't on the call last night. Mm -hmm. But I am enjoying this conversation. Come on, sir. Immensely. <laughs> and but it's personal because when I was 16 years old, as I sat in my church listening to the preacher preach, and having been raised in a church, I came to the conclusion that if what he's saying is true, I'm going to die and go to hell. And I didn't want to die and go to hell. So I went through all of the motions and all of the exercises that people are supposed to do. So they don't get to die and go to hell. Mm -hmm. Four years later in the United States Army, when I was about to get out of my first enlistment, I realized I was no closer to not dying and going to hell than I was four years earlier because of- I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. The indoctrination. And that pissed me off. Uh-huh. Okay. I went through because that. Because I was not given the correct information. And the information that I was given, I took and I believed it, but guess what? It didn't measure up to truth and it didn't measure up to reality. Now the blessing for me folks was because of that incident personally, I made sure I questioned everything from there moving forward. Question, That's not right. judge, question. And when I met Antonio three years ago, right? Been on his calls. I said, number one, that boy's a Christian, but that boy crazy, okay? Indeed. That boy ain't, that boy ain't right. Mm -mm. But because of his harvest, I listened to everything he says. And I said, he knows some stuff that I don't know. I don't know all this behind it, but he got some stuff back there I need to be listening to. So, Antonio, I listen to everything you say, okay? I know you do. <laughs> I know you'd be cussing in your head too when you listen. But I, I know a, you but, did. I, but I gotta get over it because I, I don't have a form of reference. So when you don't have a form of reference, you don't judge. You take the information and if you wait in time, as some say the higher power of the Lord, he'll reveal that to you. That's why me and Law get along so well when we first met each other. Well, I'm gay, I'm not gay, but what they, what they got to do with us? Yeah. We people, let's move. Well, we I people. intentionally picked Justin for the store. I would never, let me tell you something, man. 
Let me tell y'all something. I mean, I need all you preachers to listen to me real quick. Oh, yeah, it's a few of y'all on here. I ain't picked none of y'all. I ain't picked none of y'all. Would you like to know what I said? Y'all ain't for the like nothing about what I'm about to say, okay? It's about to blow your mind. I shouldn't say it on camera, but I'm still going to say it on camera. Because what you going to do? Fire me? You can't. I got my own economy. It's all good. I picked Justin because Justin is Muslim. You know what Muslims do? Group economics. Why would I put anybody else over the store that is selfish? That doesn't Say make any sense. Say it one more time. Yeah, that was intentional. Justin is Muslim. The Muslims do group economics well. They are extremely concerned with heaven on earth. It's indoctrinated in him. But you know what I told somebody? Phil, this is the realest thing you've ever, I ain't, I shouldn't say it. It's the realest thing you ever heard me say. I told them last night, I had said it before, Tim is going to be mad at me. The only time the American church has ever served me to prosperity is when I became a pastor. Any other time, I was broke and frustrated. You preaching, boy. You preaching now. <laughs> Only when I had sheep was when the American church gave me prosperity. Now, you ain't got like that. You saying all the off-camera stuff now. That's what happened to me. And I deal consistently with the mosque and the church. And you can't say I hate either, because then you just hate me. I donate to both. I do. I donate to both. But I guarantee you, let there be a hurricane right now. Let there be a tornado, a natural disaster right now in your area. I bet you the first people to mobilize are going to be Muslims with teeth, water. I bet, guarantee you. They set up that way. That's facts. <laughs> they set up that way. I guarantee you. The reason I brought all this up is because I see the same thing happening again, Phil. But this time it's not religion. It's two generations, boomers and millennials. You do the same damn thing as Americans and Muslims. And you know I ain't lying. You, <laughs> Jerome say, ooh, you know I ain't lying. You know I ain't lying. You, Muslims and Americans are boomers and millennials. I see it happening. The most lied to generation on planet Earth is baby boomers. You can't, you would have to go to the struggle of the black person and all the unpromised checks that they have been given. If you think, if you think about it, in America, everybody benefits from the black vote, but the black person. I'm sorry if I'm being too real. I just got to go ahead and give it to you. 
the second group is boomers. Everybody benefits from the boomer vote, but the boomer. Tell me I ain't lying. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. It is the truth. They use y'all to write laws that cut you out. And we're going to make an immediate change of that in the ATS University. Oh, man. I had y'all talk about that just so I could talk about baby boomers. Just so I can tell you about Silver Sneakers University. That's the only reason. It's the only thing I cared about. I didn't care about nothing else. Sugar, you was there last night. Tell them what we worked on. Tell them what we worked on, Sugar. We worked on some issues that as being a baby boomer or a silver sneaker that we come up against in dealing with the millennial or having to understand. And we came up with 20 great ideas and issues and topics that are, will be uh, covered in the university. And uh, you know, a lot of it, it was like, it's not the fact that we don't know it, but we haven't been educated in it to benefit us. It's like, like all of this stuff right even now, all this mm -hmm. just came in the mail from the government about how they're gonna increase our benefits and stuff, but it's not to the cost of living. So if we only have this check to live on for the rest of the month, that hasn't taught me how can I nope. invest some of this money that I'm getting every month so I have some money at the end of the month instead of now. the end of the month. Come on. So it, it, was, it was great. It was wonderful being in the office yesterday and really brainstorming that these are issues that we're having. They're real issues that we come up against every single day, but there's no one that we can just like, well, I can call ATS, of course, but uh, other than that, it's just something we sit and accept. We sit and accept, and we're not going to do sitting sit and accepting anymore. That's we're right. going to stand up right. and get what rightfully belongs to us. That's right. I need y'all to know there are very few boomers doing stuff for my people's age. And they're even far less millennials doing stuff for boomers. Nobody likes a person who tells the truth. Nobody likes a person who tells the truth, right? I'm telling you, there's most of you are being taken care of now by your millennial children. But there are no wide sweeping programs to actually bless boomers. Why? Because while we was raised by boomers, we ain't never had a conversation with y'all. Help me somebody. All them conversations we had with y'all was never no conversations. We don't know a damn thing about how y'all act or what y'all think and you know it. And y'all can't understand us. Hey Amen. How is that any different? It was grown <laughs> folks talking, get out of here. You understand. Grown folks talking. You understand. So here's the last agenda. I'm going to change this name. It won't be called Silver Sneakers University. It'll be something else. We're just putting that right now. How-tos. You're going to have a bunch of how-tos. How to this, how to that, how to, how to, how to, how to. Because guess what boomers like 
step-by-step instructions. And these how-tos shall have no end. How to do this, how to do that, how to do that, how to do this, okay? Marketing and selling to generations, because guess what baby boomers want to do? They know how to sell it on their own, but they would like to know how to put their, how many of you would like to put your old school sales stuff into millennial talk and generation Z talk and put that in sales funnels and never have to do nothing again. Just let that play automatically. Computer literacy, from the ATS, learn how to type for real, <laughs> you know, or just use a computer. Or how about the mere fact that we have a movie night, which is the last thing I'm gonna say here in a second, and you may not even know how to install the thing you have to install. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yes, okay. Email marketing. The baby boomers got to social media. I forget what basic communication was. I think that's technology. Branding and logos. Because feel tired of waiting on young, young daughter, young son, young Antonio. If he can just go ahead and make a high quality logo himself, he'll go ahead and do that in between lunch and dinner. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Sugar came up with this one, how to be an overcomer. Financial literacy. What do I mean by that? If you know financial literacy, when you got $300 left on your fixed income, what do you do with it? Understand all this new stuff. That's what I said. Jerry, that simply means, I don't know what the hell y'all doing out here. It's confusing. What the hell is Snapchat? How you use this thing? I understand all this new stuff. <laughs> what y'all doing on that TikTok? Yeah, I see y'all doing it, but how, how is this making your money? Understanding all that stuff. Organizing for success, using my 401k to invest in real estate, invest in business. Right. Replacing my retirement income. Mm. Getting off my fixed income. I'm a nonprofit baby boomer. Teach me how to master it. Helping helping out my religious organization because guess what all baby boomers want to do pay off their well you don't have to pay off a mosque that's already paid off in most cases pay off their church help their pastor you know what baby boomers really would like to do because i'm i'm already there sorry something i think about when i die patricia what things do i give to right now that i can continue to give to in my death let me stop my camera. You can see the rest for yourself. Let me stop my camera so you can hear what I'm saying. There are some organizations that I help greatly. But if I don't make a plan when I die, them organizations gonna suffer. And there are a lot of people, 69 and one quarters, feel that want to continue to give. Like, how do I legally set up a pro, not a program, an entity that every month gives this to my church or to my whatever, I don't know what you want to do, every month for the next 30 years in my death? It's important. It's extremely important. Or, or you know what, maybe maybe you're like Tanya and you, you, your husband's on hospice and hospice plus your love saved your husband. Maybe you want to donate to that hospice center or those nurses 
or those seeing, you know, those people. Like you ain't trying to do a scholarship foundation, but those folk right there, they deserve some better equipment. And maybe you want to leave that money to that. So that's why I brought this up. So I'm done with my agenda. Uh, Law, you got your hand up. Yeah, I had a quick question. Uh, yes, sir. Did I hear it or didn't I hear it? In this university, will it be like some type of relating piece how you can actually relate? Yeah. Rel relate how? Uh, meaning, okay, so for instance, like I have to continuously train baby boomers, you know, throughout most of my day because I'm in technology and it's fine and I have energy for it or what have you. But when it comes to my own mother, I don't have as much energy as I used to have because I'm constantly always teaching her to do certain things and I'm expecting for the information to retain because I'm always in a teacher role and it doesn't retain at all and it becomes very frustrating. Like last night I had the most massive headache and I was just like, but we just did this a couple of weeks ago, but you're not taking the initiative to retain mm -hmm. the information. So is it going to be like some of that in there? I just, that... I just wrote it down just now. It wasn't in there oh, until okay, you great. just said so. Right. I don't know if you Mom. saw my little heads doing this here. I got to yeah. interrupt you guys for a minute. Go this is terrible. Listen, my son goes through the same thing with me. Law, we don't retain, we do. We have to practice it. It's the doing that makes it stick. It has to relate to something in our brain that says, this is how these things connect. So we might have to do it over and over for a little bit until we get it. That makes sense. But she's always enjoying, because I don't believe in doing things for other people. I believe in do, helping you to help yourself. And I've always been that individual. Well, so if I'm constantly, why, why I don't understand why, why is it not receiving? Because I've always that, been that That's individual. the way you were raised though, Law, when you think about it. Correct, because yeah. no one taught me anything. I had to teach myself. So therefore, if I had to teach myself, then I'm going to make you that's fish proof. as opposed to me fishing for you. Law is proof of how we listen, y'all. Let me let me before I get sugar. All these boomers, Patricia, I had no idea you was a boomer for the love of God. I had no idea. All right, so Patricia's a baby boomer. All you baby boomers, you grew up in what we call the industrial age, mm -hmm. in which they said, Don't you know nothing? Know your role, shut your mouth, get on this line do this one job and through repetition you mastered that one job but you never saw the whole picture so law will you go explaining the whole picture they can't handle that because they've been assembly line thinking in school forever that's how the thinking meant when we were raised y'all told us not the parents but the school said no no you need to see the whole big picture first, then reverse engineer it and all sorts of stuff. The, the mindsets are completely different. It's not that it's a problem. It's just that the math y'all did in the ninth grade, we did in the second grade. It's, it's crazy. I can't even help my kids with their math homework no more. What they doing is crazy. They just find new ways to do crazy stuff. Okay, Sugar and Susan. No, those are dumb ways they find to do those things. Yeah, you ain't lying. I with my nephews and nieces all the time, so I know. <laughs> you ain't lying. Go ahead, Sugar. Let me help you, Mr. Law, with this. As women, 
we don't really become our own until we're about 55 years old. Because look at what we've had to live through. We had to be the children. We had to go to school. Then we got married. Then we had children. Then we were divorced. Then we got remarried. Then we had stepchildren. We've had all of these way to where we didn't get to be who am I who am I I know what I do but who am I when did I have the opportunity to do this and do this and do this even those that are in the professional world we still missed out we had to go to college we had to get our degree we had to get a job we had to work we had to work that's why all you baby boomers i mean uh, millennials latchkey generation x come up with all of these different um labels that we had to label y'all because we were not where we needed to be whether you were black brown asian hispanic italian greek or whatever that's what we had to do so now that we're at a point that where we can husband's dead divorces final kids is gone dog is dead whatever the case may be now we have the opportunity to step by step by step, because we had to do, do, do. Now you want me to go read this manual and I don't even understand the verbiage. I don't understand any of this stuff. I have learned more in these 42 weeks. I've been with ATS business universities than I've learned and I am educated that I have learned ever, ever, ever. But I've had the opportunity to go back and in this computer up here, there are some things that I can pull back out and say, I do remember that but it's not that easy. And so it's not that we're not retaining, it's just that y'all are coming at us in this, well, the world is coming at us in a different angle and we gotta find where we fit in being ourselves, being 66 or 50, 50 years old. So that's what it is, but I'm not gonna quit. I'm gonna hang in there. Well, you blew my mind with that. I, I, you blew my mind with that. All right, I'm gonna get Susan and then Samuel, then we gotta end it. And please know this is exactly like what Sugar just said, which blew my mind. This is how we start off, y'all. Y'all get on us hard in school and tell us, you know them rap songs, but you don't know this. You Like, remember, they throwing college stuff at us in the second grade. <laughs> okay. And just tell us to remember all this stuff. It's crazy what they, and then they teaching us languages in the second grade. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Susan, go ahead. Well, first of all, to relate to what Sugar was saying, oh, you know, man, that was our women of our generation, you know, it's different from women today. Women today get their careers and they keep going with their careers. Hmm. You know, I didn't have my first child till I was almost 30. That was really, really, really late um, for my generation. And I was working. But once I had my children, then I was totally responsible for everything, you know, and that's the way it is with women. We run the whole household. We are running a corporation, which is the Sorrentino family, mm. you right. know, right. and you were doing everything and trying to hang on to whatever it was that you had, mm. but you kind of lose your own self in having children and 
them being number one and you taking a back step and even your relationship with your husband. So you go through all those things. If your marriage survives, then that's great. On the other end, you know, you can have, have that after the kids are gone. But for me, the, as soon as the last one was gone, then I had, you know, six years of taking care, then we're expected to take care of, and it's an honor and a privilege to our parents. So it's women have so much more, I mean, capabilities mm. to handle so many things than men. You try to put something else on their plate from, you know, their tunnel vision of what they're doing, they can't handle it. And that's the reality. So, but back to what Law was saying, I have found that it's better to have a young person that is not one of your children help you with things. Mm. I mean, my children, you know, they make you feel stupid, downright stupid. Mm -hmm. And and then you get in a little spat with them and it, it muddies the relationship. So my advice is, you know, to find another young person that has compassion because my kids, oh, they have compassion for you know, their friends, moms and dads and all those things, but it's different, you know, that that kid comes out in them yeah. of how you discipline them before, but you can't really discipline them through this situation. So I think it's, I love the idea of this university. So we don't have to go to our kid yeah. and ask them. And if you do need to go to somebody, go to wow. a young person here in this group and leave leave your um children out of it amen susan i yeah. agree totally. but I, you know what i can't wait to <laughs> I can't wait to start this here y'all are blowing my mind go ahead sam you og triple og yes yes oh man susan spoke facts Hey, Antonio. Hey, hey, Vanessa. Hey, I just wanted to say something real quick mm -hmm. about what Sugar was saying about finding yourself. That was powerful. And, yeah. And so when I said that to my son, and it cracked me up so bad, he said, you mean to tell me you don't know yourself by now? <laughs> <laughs> you always say stuff like that. You always say, you mean to say you don't know yourself by now? Oh, uh, uh, I wish I but, was uh, <laughs> Yeah, but in the 60s, coming up out of that, you know, it was a great depression going on. So yeah. that was people got on drugs and they smoked, they drank. You know, we came up in the hippie era. So, you know, we were trying to escape, you know, because one nobody take telling us anything, yeah. you know, nobody yeah, was coaching yeah, us, taking us under their wings, you yeah. know, because they did not know. Mm -mm. You're supposed to do your job and shut your mouth and show oh, up yeah, every day. Especially that shut the mouth part. Yeah. And take your 30 minute lunch and come back. Yeah. So I, have <laughs> yeah. A, I have a young millennium telling me now you need to learn how to cuss folks out. And I'm like, girl... No, he's got a point there. He's got a point there. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, they, yeah. these folk will kill you today now. Mm hmm You know. So you I choose know. my battles. Yeah. Go ahead, Phil, since I haven't heard from you. Well, if you need help now, go to your local community college 
first of all, decide what you need help in. Do you need help in administration? Do you need help in, in social media? Do you need help in uh, what, what else? Uh, computer knowledge. And go to your local community college, tell them this is what you need and you wanna find a B student that needs the money. And just bring them on board to help you in a letter, whether it's an administrative job or whether it's helping you understand the computer. Actually, there's a term in business. It's this, what we're talking about today is called reverse mentoring. Hmm. And then corporate America, that's what they talk about. How do the, how will you, how do we have the millennials mentor to us baby boomers? And they've got a term, it's called reverse mentoring. So there's a lot of ways in which you can get your stuff done. And, and it all comes down to your intent. We've got a vehicle here, thanks to, ATS to, to accomplish what we want to accomplish. We've got people who want to help. We've got people who want to inspire you and just take advantage of what you got around you. And if you weren't on the call last night, you need to hear the, uh, hear the replay. Amen to that, brother. Well, what's so sad, I mean, yeah, going to the community college and all those things, well, no one's going anywhere right now. And people in this group need help now. So the reverse mentoring can be right here in our own community hmm. as part yes. of the um, Silver Sneakers program. Are you right? Let me yeah. tell you. Well, there's a thing called virtual assistance too. Yep. There's yeah. a whole... As long as we can, as long as we can get law to check his attitude a little bit toward us, we'll be all right. <laughs> well, he ain't the only one guilty. I've been guilty of that too. I had to, <laughs> I had to be corrected. I had to be. Well, I've, I've experienced that exact same thing. And, yeah. and if I could say anything, it would just be that. Remember, when you're dealing with some of us folks, um, to, to just check that a little bit, you know, because no, we're, we're very perceptive and there's nothing worse than that, um, yeah. because that, that makes it difficult to move forward with, you know, with anything that that we're trying to we're trying to yeah. communicate between each other yeah so. well in fairness to law and myself i don't know why he did it but i can tell you why i did it i only, I only need to get corrected once but i can tell you why i did it because you never damn listened to me in the first place you ain't listened to me as a kid <laughs> you ain't listened to me when i was trying to get you to listen to me and now that i'm grown and taking care of myself and i'm the expert here you still try to be the doggo expert not listening to me. that's where it, it came it, from it, for me and you <laughs> know what's funny is we we feel the same way. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to give Law some credit here. He helped me with something, and he had so much patience and was very, very good at helping me. So the point is, you can help someone else, but when it's a family member and it's your parent, it's you go back to your, you know, all the things that bug you about your parent. So yeah. Law, Law can do it. It's, yeah. He did it yeah. with me. Yeah, Deanna, do me a favor. Get the call from the Zoom lab from last night. Turn the download option on. Put it in the chat because my, my man Anthony Lee just asked for it privately. And I want to just add one more thing to it. Oh no, no, you got your hand up. I saw you. I was coming back to you. Okay. I was coming back to you. I think it's it's more so it's the inverse of what you said, Antonio. I think for me, everyone's always listened to me, or I've kind of always been a point of reference or the expert, and I'm the one that everyone in my family turns to. So sometimes yep. it becomes a little frustrating when you're always that individual that does it. And um, 
I guess that's that's what I'm experiencing. And, and it's, it's a little more fearful because me transitioning to Texas in a couple of months is just like, okay, so what are you going to do? Because I'm always the one that you always turn to, you know, yeah. are you going to be okay with me going? Like, you got to um, figure some of these things out because I'm not going to be here to hold your hand anymore. And the rest of your children, we just know they're not going to do it. So I want you to ensure that you'll be able to do it even though I'm not here. That's my yeah. frustration. Nah, that's good. That's 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 really good. Yes, sir. I got a private message that told me that I need to just jump in there because I'm trying to be patient. Go and jump in there, man. Because you ignore me. I apologize. <laughs> you know, I, see, I'm a I'm a disrespectful millennial. That's the problem. I don't know my place. My my, my <laughs> man. Um, this what I need to what I what I want to say is taking what we're talking about right now mm -hmm. to another level. Yep. And I hope folks can receive it because you asked Jerry earlier about what his gift was. My gift is uh, is encouragement. Yeah, um, you're I, a great you're a great connector of people. People don't argue when you're in the room. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. Um, I just I just wanted to say something for the for the record and for those on the call and for those who are going to listen to this later. Some of you on this call are losing money. Come on, Jerome. And I believe you're on this call because you want to make money and you want to learn how to keep it. Not just make it, but to keep it. And some of us on this call, we hear Antonio, we hear Grace, we hear Deanna, we hear Monica, okay? And, and we receive it, it sounds good, and we go, oh yeah, but, 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 but we don't go back and execute it. We don't go, we don't go and listen mm -hmm. to the classes because the information, it's in the classes too. And, and, and I say that for this reason, I've been here going on three years now. And my biggest problem the first year, maybe year and a half, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do that. Okay, yeah. hello. Yeah. I didn't do that. And I had an opinion and I shared that opinion. It was mm -hmm. an intelligent opinion and people received that opinion, but I was still broke. <sighs> hello. Wrong. You know, cause you know, opinions are like buttholes. Mm. Everybody's got one and they all stink. You know that, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. The point is, is that some of y'all losing money. Okay. And I know it might be hard. And this ain't, this ain't millennial versus baby boomers. This is about your money. You need to listen to that crazy man. Okay. Because look at his harvest. It works. And what he tells us works. But we got to deal with what's going on inside of us. Amen. And I listen and I look at some of your posts because Antonio does too. And some of us doing, we're doing just the opposite yep. of what he said. He says, you've got to date your customer, mm -hmm. not just go up and say, let's screw. Because yep. that's what you're doing and you're not getting them. And, 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 and some of your posts are great. They're fantastic. You got information, but you're not going through the process and you're losing money. Now you're making some money, but you're not making as much money as you could. Listen to Antonio, listen to Diana, listen to Grace, listen to Tempest. I'm telling you folks, that's how they got where they are. And now that I done beat my head up against the wall for three years, I'm listening. And I want you to, because I don't want you to wait three years to figure out how to make the money. I want you to do it right now because you got the tools, you got the information and, we got, and we've got the uh, software there. Mm. I just wanted to share that with everybody because that's what I observe. So I'm gonna be quiet now. That's beautiful. I appreciate you, yeah, man. Antonio, I got a night. Yes, ma'am. 
Yeah, I got an idea. Just listening to um, to all the conversation, you know, you're gonna have that whole training for the baby boomers. Oh yeah. During that training for the baby boomers, when you're doing that step by step training for the baby boomers, mm-hmm. you could also put in some challenges. Okay, so the challenges okay. are within the group, so they can practice. Okay. Okay, because if you yeah. don't if you don't challenge, they may not practice. I'm one of them. They may not practice enough. So when there's a challenge, it becomes fun and almost entertaining. So you're almost learning like a kid playing a game. That was a million so dollar idea. Mm-mm, I wrote that down. That was a million dollar idea. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I keep posting out here. I got a, I'm a surprise, speak, a surprise speaker tomorrow for Brad Blazer. Just, they'll put it in the groups too. Just register for that. I believe it's, I hope it's free. Well, the way I keep saying y'all registered, I'm assuming it's free. I have no idea. I just found out this morning I'm going on at two o'clock. You understand? So, so there you go. And we'll do that. I'm, I just thoroughly enjoy it. Do you see how the conversation about Christian, Muslim was meaty as well as Boomer? Millennial, <laughs> it's like they are literally <laughs> equally emotional. They really are. And and I want to make sure I can't stop the American Muslim. That's been happening way before I got here. I can't stop that. But I can. I can stop the baby boomer having to feel stupid because you asked me to help you and I got an attitude and I didn't want to deal with you. Now that I can stop. That is well within my power. And I want to make sure people like, so you got Grace, her father has to be the kindest person in the world. And he wants to pay off his church. Anywho, let me get Samuel. Where you at, Samuel? I ain't forget you. Is he here? Hope I didn't miss him. He, uh, he, he got off. He oh, got off. man, I missed him. Okay. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. My bad. My bad. My bad. Call, call him real quick. Call him real quick. See if you can call him. Yeah, yeah. tell him to jump back on. He, he just told, he just sent me a message. So he's been up for 46 hours. <laughs> yeah, he's been up 46 hours. That's right. Call him real quick for me, Grace. We, we'll stall a little bit for Sammy. I want to make sure he gets on. He gets to say something because he sent me a message. Anywho. Let's see, you're right, it's Jerry and they transition in the virtual conference. I have no idea what she's talking about, but yes, there you go. Whatever she's talking about. So I'm looking forward to that. It's free, huh, Deanna? Uh, yes, sir, I believe it is. Well, they registering fast. Yes, <laughs> I'm giving information as I receive it, but I was letting Jerry know that he was right because originally it was an on-location event. Um, but they transitioned it into a virtual event. So now, if you weren't yeah. able to attend the that 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 COVID hoax is killing Texas, so they, so they so they they canceled the event. That damn hoax. Yeah, buddy, that's too funny. They canceled the event, and Laredo is sitting right on the border of Mexico. Antonio? Yes, sir. Yeah, while we're waiting, um, you can look forward to we're finishing it up. The, uh, my explanation of what I'll be covering at the conference 
Good stuff. So you'll have that to use. And then we're going to finish up the handouts. And I haven't even talked to Antonio about this yet. So we might as well talk about it now. I'd like to let them be able to download the handouts before they register. If they want to have the handouts for free, that's fine. Say, this is what we're going to be starting with. Here's the handouts. Now he's a humor consultant. He left the humor out of the handouts, but here's what he's going to be covering. So the people can get a little taste of what we're doing. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes good sense. Cool. Yeah, sure. We'll do that. We'll figure out how to. Uh, we'll download, have it downloaded, and we'll send it out too. We'll we'll convert it into many formats. So anybody can get it. <laughs> Go ahead, Grace. Great. I'm ready. You got them on three-way? Yes, he's here. All right, Go Sammy, ahead, my bad, my man. I have I just called on you. You, you, no. you left out. My bad. No, no, no. You're good. Cause remember yesterday, I happened to get back up. I yeah. only slept four hours. The next thing I know, I went on the grind. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know that hustle mentality. <laughs> but uh, yes, anyway, all I was going to say was when I was a district manager and had a regional manager, and they sent us in to uh, reform a place. And he said to the people who had been there 20, 25 years, and I'm just saying this for somebody who is computer savvy and been doing it for 20, 25 years, like they grew up with it compared to, like, it was introduced my last year getting out of school. You know, I'm on my way out the door. Here it is in April. I'm going away the next month. I mean, coming out of school the next month. But he said to the people that was complaining about people that we were hiring that had experience and stuff but just didn't have experience in that culture, of the business there. He said, y'all have been doing people we hired with no insurance. He said, y'all have done this job for 20, 25 years, probably 30,000 times. Somebody do it 50 times and you expect them to be on your level. Wow. It's a big difference. So you have to be patient with people. If you've done it 40 times, 40,000 times, and that person has only done it 50 times, maybe even a hundred, you can't expect them to operate on your level. You who are strong are supposed to go where they're weak. Hmm. I'm done. <laughs> and, good, and good night. I'll see y'all later. What time, what time is it our time for the next one? Our next class. Help me out, somebody. I don't even know what today is. It's <laughs> at 12 Central Standard. 12 Central. Oh, yes. 12 Central Standard time. But you missed that one and be on the next one after that. Get you some rest. All right. Rest. And I'm dropping the mic. I'm out. All right, man. <laughs> Thank you, Grace, for being so diligent with that. Thank you so much. Hey. What I want to do, expect real, expect two things. Expect me to launch this. I, I don't know the name of it yet. It's gonna be something like Silver Sneakers University. I just found out that was actually a real thing that somebody has that, so I don't wanna call it the same thing. But maybe be Baby Boomer U or something, who knows? Doesn't matter. Just expect that to be on the sophomore level. I'm gonna put that on the sophomore level to make it extremely affordable for anybody, you know, that'd be $19.499. I want to make that extremely affordable as well. And also expect to see classes being uploaded January 1st-ish. Expect that. We're not talking about something out in the future. We're saying you're going to start seeing that ASAP. And then expect a third thing, Expect us to have an interactive class. I'm working it out how. I, I don't know how, but I uh, don't know how yet or time, I mean, but expect seasoned university. <laughs> I like that law. I like that. Expect for us to have that Susan, Carol, Jerome, 
Y'all who are here, some of you who are here, you're going to have a great opportunity to be famous and grow your personal brand because one of those classes are going to be where you seasoned folk educate us younger folk Hello. listening, you understand, Jerome, and, and being proper and saying good morning. You understand, because you you know, we just wake up and be like, Jerome, what's up? No, it's good morning. You, you come on now, I, I'm bad for it. I'm real bad for it. I just see your text. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Go ahead, sugar. The baby boomers etiquette class. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Baby boomers I etiquette class. There's, there's no etiquette. Yeah. Hold on, you mean Okay, you muted yourself at the end, but I got you. Baby boomers about dominate. baby boomers dominate. Yeah, I like it. I, I I like all of them. I like all of them. We'll we'll definitely you're out with a mix yeah. of it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. A properly placed please and a thank you goes a long way, even in the text. Now that is that's six figure advice right there. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm, I'm grateful for all of y'all. One more time, Deanna put out the, the class from last time. I'm still going to run it, but I want you all to be able to download it as well. Put that out there. Put that out there, Deanna, the, the thing in my Bobby. And she's going to put that out there and you, and you can download it, take it to your Take it the 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 Muslim American I mean the Muslim Christian stuff starts about twenty minutes in but the stuff before it leads to it and you can blame Chris Holmes for his question that started that I knew as soon as he asked it Jerry I knew the class was over I knew it I knew it go ahead Phil oops <laughs> uh, am I are we going to have access to the movie about profit that Chris created Yes I'm going to. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. What I'll do is I'll upload it right now. And then sometime in the next 30, 45 minutes, just Deanna and Grace will send it out to you so you can download it. Cool beans. Yep. Good, good idea. I wouldn't have did that unless you asked. I didn't even think of it. So I'm, gonna play I'm here it. to help. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm here to, I'm here to help. I was say he just said, I wouldn't have thought about that until he said something. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, can you please make sure that you add in, in the training, how to use your phone. Oh, Hello. <laughs> how to use your phone. That would be awesome because I am constantly <laughs> teaching about that. <laughs> I don't even know how that went number one. <laughs> that is the common question in T-Mobile. Let me Man. tell you that it's all no, As soon as Sugar oh, walked into brilliant. the office, as soon as Sugar walked into the office yesterday, <laughs> tell her what happened, Sugar. Oh my God. <laughs> I am still learning all of this. <laughs> I couldn't even remember my email address. I had an interview with Brad Blazer that did end up going very nice, but I couldn't, I couldn't function at all. I couldn't even think. And Antonio standing on the side of me, and I'm thinking, it's going to be okay. It's going to be just fine. And so it was, it was 2.13, and the interview was at 2.30. And I had to go back through everything. What email address did I use? I couldn't think of any of it. And I thought, I am feeling really crazy, not stupid, but crazy right now. I couldn't even remember the email address, but 
Antonio, Grace, they are so awesome. They never let on like this girl is really kind of missing it. But they were just so helpful. And he says, let me help you. And I think, I think he got kind of like, wow, this is really something. Grace, can you go to that? <laughs> well, I had, I had the building falling around you. You didn't know it, but it was building fire. I got an email I had to fix. Grace had to do this here. It was all sorts of stuff. So I, we switched out. But we was going to make sure you didn't, you didn't miss your interview. And that we was going to make sure of. So she walked in that fear, she gave me a phone and said, fix my phone. <laughs> oh, it, this, this thing here, she kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. And it was something I remembered that when it happened before and I took it back to T-Mobile, no, it was T-Mobile. And he said something about use two fingers. That was the blind mode, yes. That was the blind mode. Yes, there you go. For a living. And I thought, That's exactly you gotta use two fingers. <laughs> and he said something, oh about, he said something about it, like a Mac or something. I didn't know what he was talking That's about. That's how Macs work, two fingers. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> Yeah, everybody that's involved with us is a gift. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. But I just want to reinforce that, Sugar, you are such a gift to be with us. We are so blessed to have you. Uh, just the, the spirit that you bring and your attitude and your openness and your transparency. Um, we're just very thankful that you're here. You're, you don't know the impact you have on all of us, just like everybody here. I'm, not, I'm just taking this opportunity to focus Sugar out. I'm sure we could focus everybody on this call, yeah. but I just want to edify Sugar at this point. Thank you for being you. Thank all of you for being you and who you are. I, I appreciate that. It really means a lot to me that y'all are all, we're all in this together and no one makes anyone feel less than, but you bring up the greatness, all of y'all bring out the greatness in all of us in so many different ways. And it starts at the head though. We have to really thank you, Antonio, because it starts at yes. the and it comes down. Whoop, whoop. Exactly. Thank you very much. Yes, I appreciate Apologies. It's called accessibility mode. I just wanted to be politically correct. It's yes. called accessibility yeah, mode. Say <laughs> yeah, it, look, it took me a while to figure out where is this be at? I thought, you know, it's in, it's in accessibility. I had to figure, and then I don't know nothing about no Android too, but I knew what settings was. I, I knew if I get to settings, I'd figure it out. Yeah. Nothing kept talking. You pushed here. Wow. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Square. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, someone sent me a private message. She says she's building a landing page and she wants to know, can she link her ATS software to the landing page? Absolutely, you can. You tell whoever asked you that, and anytime they got an idea about how they can make more money with uh, our stuff, you ain't even got to ask. Just go on out there. If it's messed up, uh, we'll just adjust you a little bit. But please, get your money. Amen. <laughs> go get your money now. Go get your money. No, I'm in all approval of that. My my goal is to make sure all of you never have to ask for permission to be prosperous. That's my goal. So there you go. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I just uploaded Prophet Jerry to YouTube. It's there. You can see it there. Well, it was already uploaded. I just pushed publish. But I'm going to go live. Let's make a commitment. It's just 30 minutes. Chris, 
is making a commitment that's 30 minutes long. It's, it's really a testament of Chris. Chris, after the call, was so excited. He was like, I got it. That was the one. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And he did it. <clears throat> he edited it. He did every bit of it. Every single bit of it. So shout out to Chris for being wonderful as he is. And shout out to you, Jerry. It's 30 minutes. Expect more like this. It will also, we'll also put it, Deanna, start me a movie section in the, in the Thinkific. And we'll put it up there too. We'll put it everywhere for all of you to be. I'm just proud of you. So other than that, Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. I'll be running this within two minutes, probably less. Y'all have a good day. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world.
based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.